Hello, Malcolm here. Something a little bit different today. I have a few thoughts before we watch a video made by Tim, who's going to be talking about men and relationships. Now, this video is for the men of the Thames Valley Churches of Christ. Now, if you're not a member of the church in Thames Valley, that's okay. I'm sure you'll get some benefit from it. But it's to help us as men to think about about the impact of the COVID virus crisis that we're going through on our relationships and specifically how do our relationships, are they helping us in the way they can to be spiritually healthy at a time like this? Tim has some shocking, scary statistics to share, which I won't, uh, I won't do a plot spoiler here and, and tell you what they are, but they're well worth listening to when he gets to that point. As he talks about Cain and Abel and our relationship with God and then our relationships with each other, I think he has some very important principles to share. Just a, just five minutes, uh, that's all he's sharing for, but a lot of depth and richness and significance in his few thoughts. Now, I've got a few more thoughts at the end about how we might apply uh, what Tim has to share. Without further ado, let me let Tim share what he's going to share, and I'll see you again in a few minutes. I've been thinking about things that maybe help us to do well spiritually during a crisis like the present one. And a couple of questions I had in mind for us men in particular is, number one, how are our relationships? And number two, do we have the relationships we need in Genesis chapter 4 and verse 7, God speaks to Cain and he says, um, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at the door and it desires to have you, but you must rule over it. I mentioned for Cain, he was tempted to feel that life was unfair. Maybe rather like us, we may feel our present situation is unfair. He maybe felt Abel's gift was accepted, mine wasn't accepted, and that seemed unfair. But he also makes bad choices. Instead of resisting the temptation, he allows the temptation to develop. And we must remember that Cain is held responsible for his actions. Also, Cain got it wrong because Instead of being tempted or to see the opportunity of the temptation of an opportunity to learn, he, he became consumed with resentment and made his, um, which made him angry and judgmental. And he couldn't accept that Abel had made the better sacrifice. And there is the point there, also the next verse says that Cain takes Abel off into the field where Cain kills him. Um, 
There are many examples today during this time of isolation where we're tempted and maybe we're not doing particularly well with temptation. I saw an interesting statistic for palm views and alcohol purchases have increased dramatically since quarantine has begun. Um, this has been recorded in some countries of being over 60% of an increase. As men, we have a tendency sometimes to go into our cave of isolation. In the church, though, we have a great opportunity to find people who speak our language, who we find easy to talk to, and who we can confess our sins to. Personally for me, I find that Dennis Oboe is a great help, but different people help us in different areas. As a young person, I didn't do at all well with purity, and Archie Kendall was a huge help to me. Let me remind you, James chapter 5 verse 16 says, Therefore confess your sins to each other, and pray for each other, so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. <clears throat> we have five keys to a great church. First of all, we have God-focused. Secondly, we have relationship base. As Christians, we are blessed to have the opportunity to help each other and to be an example for others, maybe outside the church, to follow. In Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12, it says, But encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sins to sinfulness. To finish with, let me leave you with one more verse. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Well, thanks very much, Tim. I really appreciate what you had to share. I have a couple of thoughts just to finish off with. The first is how we might use this the best. So the idea is to watch this, listen to this on our own perhaps, and then having prayed about it, call someone up. Whether it's on Skype, whether it's on a phone, like a traditional way of phoning somebody, or whether it's using video or whatever, but talk to somebody who you can trust, who you feel you can be real with, and just share your reactions and your reflections on what Tim had to share from Genesis chapter 4 about Cain and Abel. And think about how Jesus would ask us to respond. What would Jesus be hoping we would take from what Tim had to share? You know, Jesus is interesting because in one sense, did he really need any of us humans to be his friend? Of course, on one level, no, he had perfect union with the Father and with the Spirit. 
But whilst here on earth, he gave us a tremendous model where he, he drew his friends around him. He took them to the garden when he was uh, on his way to the cross in Matthew 26. And he said to his disciples, I no longer call you my servants, I call you my friends. So we need friendships. Jesus modeled that for us. So let's be real friends and talk honestly with each other at a time like this. So do your best to find somebody who you can speak with about whatever this lesson about these thoughts have in mind for you. The scripture I'd like to leave you with after Tim's excellent use of scriptures there, but another one that occurs to me that might be relevant at a time like this is 1 Peter chapter 5, talking about the challenges of anxiety. And it says in chapter 5 verse 8, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. We have a real enemy. And what's our response? Resist him. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. My goodness, aren't we all in very similar circumstances globally? Some of the details are different, but this challenge with the virus is the same everywhere. And the challenge to us men of the temptation to go into our cave and not come out till this is all over, if ever, and to hide is a very strong one. I feel it. I'm sure you do. I appreciate the, um, some conversations I've had recently with people who have been vulnerable with me, and, and that's encouraged me to be vulnerable with them. Let's be real with one another. Let's not let the devil in. If we resist him, we can stand firm and resist him. We know that he's a coward, right? He runs away. He will flee when we stand up to him. Let's do that and help each other to do that together. Hope you found this helpful. If you've got any thoughts or comments, you can drop them in the comment box or give me a call or Tim a call if there's something you want to talk over. Thanks again. Look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care and God bless.